0: grace how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me I was once lost but now I'm found I was blind but now I see thank you Jesus thank you for your amazing grace thank you God that you never stop loving us Thank you, God, that no matter what happens, Father God, you are chasing after us, Father God. Your love for us abounds. Lord God, we want to give you all the honor and the glory. Have your way today, oh God. Have your way today, oh God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Mm. All right. Well, good morning, everybody. So we are in a current sermon series called How to Do Life, the Ten Commandments in Nine Weeks. As we know, the first and great commandment uh, that was uh, shared with us by Dr. Brown, Pastor Brown was the big one, right? You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, your mind, and your strength, and you shall uh, love your neighbor as yourself. And we learned that to love God, that means to love him for who he is right to to love him for what he has done for us and then to love him for what he says to us and then we move on to the third commandment that talks about that you shall not take the name of the Lord God in vain and what he taught us what Dr. Brown taught us is this watch your mouth (laughs) watch your mouth That that our words matter, right? That we can speak life or death. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And you will eat the fruit of it. Watch your mouth. That we want to make sure that we do not take the name of the Lord God in vain by what we want to do is use our mouth to lift him up. Amen? Amen? So the next place that we are going today is we are going to talk about the fourth commandment. And that is, how do we keep The Sabbath holy, right? How do we rest within the Sabbath? So we're going to go ahead and take a look. Here's a couple of things that God does for us. Because God loves us, he established the Sabbath rest with our good in mind. Isn't he good? Isn't he good? He established it with our good in mind. He knows our bodies need rest and our hearts need refocusing. So think about this. God is... God, right? Did he need to rest? Of course not. He made the choice to rest on our behalf because he knew that it was in our best interest, that our bodies need rest. We cannot do this thing on our own and in our own strength. And you know, our hearts need refocusing, doesn't it? You know, when when we walk through the day, right, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we've got to get our hearts refocused. Why? Because as we are in the world, the world pulls on us, does it not? And in order for us to be able to to live the abundant life, right, that God has has set before us, we have got to make sure that we are refocusing ourselves with God in His presence. So honoring the Sabbath rest reminds us we're needy. Benjamin. I mean, oh, (coughs) sorry. I don't know where that came from, sorry guys. Uh, (laughs) I love you. Just so that you guys know, if you don't know, that is my husband, Benjamin. I just wanna take a moment and just thank God for him. He is my number one fan. He prays for me, he supports me, he covers me in prayer. He, He is a good man and I am so thankful for him. I'm still gonna pick on him though. Just want to let you know, you didn't get out of that. All right. We are needing, he he is the creator. Let let me help you to understand. We we are the created, he is the creator. And you know why I say it like that? It's because when we step away from that place of of Sabbath where we are not uh, abiding in him, right? We forget that we are dependent on him for all. Oh, how do I know that? Come on, I know. I know I got folks in the house that'd be like, yeah, I got this right? I got this. I can do this. And the further and further away that we get away from that time of abiding with him in Sabbath, the more that our mind, right, begins to think that the way that the world thinks, to tell us, yeah, depend on self. No, no, no. God says, I want you to completely depend on me for all things. When God led the Israelites out of the land of Egypt, what did they contribute to that? Somebody tell me, what did they contribute? They cried out to God, and he delivered them. And so when we cry out to God in our time of Sabbath, in our time of abiding, God says, I promise that I will allow you to depend on me. I don't know about you, but I kind of like that. Anybody kind of like the fact that we can depend on God? Yeah. Sabbath worship reminds us that God is the one who gives us rest spiritually. We, we don't just need rest physically. We need rest spiritually because God is spirit, right? And so when it comes to do, being able to do all that God has called us to do, we can't do that out of our flesh. Right. We cannot do it out of our flesh. And so God says, listen, I want you just to take a day of rest. I want you to cease from the work. And I just want you to, to be with me. Just just sit in my presence and allow my, my spirit and love and all that I am, just, just let me wash over you. Let me fill you back up. Anybody ever feel like your cup just keeps getting emptier and emptier and emptier and emptier and emptier? And emptier? Or is it just me? <laughs> Because I'm telling you right now that if you feel that, God is saying, listen, come to me, come to me, I will give you that rest that you are looking for. So what I want to share here is this, it's the world, okay, tells us this message that we can trust in ourselves, that we are the sum, right, of what we do and we are the sum of what we accomplish. And it's easy to get weary and worn when we believe that lie. But fortunately, God tells us the truth that he loves us for who we are. Let me say that again. He loves you not for what you do, not for what you're able to accomplish, not for the ministry work that you're doing, not for all the other things. He simply loves you for who you are. That ought to take the pressure off of somebody who feels like they've got to strive to please God in anything other than just being who you are. So when it comes to working and producing, it doesn't matter how much, it matters who created you. All right? So it's easy to get caught up, right, in the pressing matters that are always around us. I don't know about you, but every single morning, right, that we wake up, life is waiting for us. Anybody got wash waiting for you? Dishes waiting for you? Groceries waiting for you? Kiddos to take care of? Work to go to? Do I need to keep on down the list? Yeah, that's what's called life. Life is waiting, and guess what? It is not ever going to not be waiting for you. You're going to wake up out of bed, and it's going to be like, hello, I'm right here, and I'm not going anywhere. But here's the thing. When we feel that, all right, if we want God to be able to be who he is for us, to be able to do what he wants to do, to be able to speak what he wants to speak to us, guess what? You gotta make him a priority. That's what the Sabbath day is all about. And guess what? You can have Sabbath moments all woven in through your week. Because what it is is Sabbath moments is just stepping back, right? Stepping back from the responsibilities and sitting with him. So so here's my question. I I bet you right now that I could say to all of you that whatever it is that's a priority to you, it's going to happen in your life. Because I can tell you right now that if Ben wants a new pair of shoes, he's going to have a new pair of shoes. Priority. Priority. He said, right there. I just want to let you all know, I woke up this morning and got to church, and he was like, so what do you think? <laughs> I'm like, really, bruh? Really? But don't we do that in our lives? Whatever it is, it's a priority to you. So if you want to go shopping, you go shop. Let me see some hands up in this mug. Come on, I, I know, right? If we want to go grab some Popeyes, I'm speaking about me. I am gonna go grab some Popeyes. I don't care if it is one in the afternoon, three in the afternoon, five o'clock at night, seven o'clock, yes, I like Popeyes. I am going to get myself some Popeyes. We, we take the time to do whatever it is that we prioritize in our life. And I think that that's why when we go through life and we're feeling that pressure, here is what God says in Psalm 23. He makes me lie down. He. Makes makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. Why? So that he can restore my soul. <laughs> have, have you ever just realized and just stopped in the middle of all that is happening, all the busyness, all, everything that is just the world is just, it's just taking us away in the currents of life, and you're like, oh my goodness. I do not feel like I have one moment to slow down. And God to say, yes, you do. Yes, you do. If you just sit with me, I'll make you lie down in green pastures. Can you just, can you just imagine it for a moment with me? Just imagine it, just you're laying out, the sun is shining, and the grass is all green, and the, the breeze is flowing back and forth, and you're just laying in the green pastures, and you can smell the grass, and, and right beside it says he, he leads you beside the still waters, and, and the, the waters are bubbling and going by. Can you just kind of just feel your, you just, right? That is what God Wants for us. And even though Jesus Christ did emphasize that the Sabbath was made for the man and not man for the Sabbath in Mark 227, I'm here to tell you that they are wonderful, tremendous benefits for keeping the Sabbath that is stated in God's word. It is a gift to us. The Sabbath is tucked inside the Ten Commandments, and it is a gift to us. And you know what that gift is? You get to skip out on work. <laughs> Skipping, skip in, skip in, skip in. Who doesn't want to skip out on work? I know I do. That's what I'm talking about. Marlon's like, yeah, I want to skip out on work. And God is saying, listen, I give you the blessing to be able to do that. And the reason why is because he wants us to recognize that our worth, okay, is rooted completely and totally in him. Simply because we are, belong to him he is in us and we are in him amen all right so we're going to go ahead and take a look at some benefits when we create the time and space by honoring the sabbath you do have to create the time and the space for the sabbath Keep it holy and connect with God. Take the time to remember. Have you ever just stopped and noticed that when you take the time to remember all of the things, all of God's benefits, what he has done for you, how that makes you feel? You may be down, but then you're up. You may be low, but now you're high. You may be upset, you may be depressed, but now you are glad about it. Why? Because God says, listen, I want you to remember who I am and I want you to remember what I have done for you. And guess what? Are you ready for it? If He did it once, He will do it again. If He did it for you, He will do it for me. That is exactly who God is. And what I wanted to tell you this morning, and I didn't, I have a question for you all. I have a question. When you came in here to hear the Word of God, did you just come in to hear the Word of God or did you come in with an expectation from the Word of God. God wants to reveal His glory in your life. When I preached at the 9 o'clock, I stayed right here, and I'll tell the story in a moment, but I said a prophetic word, and I said, somebody's in the house today that has pain, that if you just pray that God will remove it, and he came right up. Todd came up and said, guess what? I couldn't even move my neck when I came into the service, and now I am all healed. Do you have an expectation what God has for you. Just think about who God is. Think about who God is. Think about what He did for the Israelites. Come on. They left out of the land of Egypt with all of the gold. They came to the Red Sea and all they had to do was stand there and God parted it. The entire time they were in the wilderness, God fed them and took care of them. It said that their shoes never wore out. What do you need God to do for you while you are in that time of Sabbath, while you are in that time of rest? What do you need him to reveal to you about who he is for you? Mm. Love it. All right, let's take a look. Ooh, we get time to rest. Anybody in the house like to rest? Yes. Yeah. Can I ask this question? Do you feel like you get enough of it? (laughs) Listen, in your spiritual walk with God, it is very, very important that you get your rest because it is while we're resting, while we're ceasing, that we can hear from God. God's voice wants to speak to you. He wants to come in and he wants you to keep that Sabbath day so that he can heal your mind heal your body renew you from all that the world has taken away from you but here's the thing how can god do that if you never spend time with him god is spirit and so we've got to sit with him for him to be able to do what only he can do in us and through us and for us and so we choose to make time to be with him so that we can rest. And I don't know about you, but I, I want a break from life. Anybody here want a break from life? Ooh. <laughs> there are just times where it's just, it's just too much. You, you don't know whether you're coming or going. You, you check your schedule. Ben and I laugh all the time because we're, we're checking our schedules back and forth, and he's like, do you have time? I'm like, I don't know. Do you have time? I'm like, Wednesday? No. Let's look at Friday. I mean, it's... It's, it's overwhelming. But this is what Jesus Christ says to us. Jesus says to all of us, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will, what did it say? that looks like a promise that looks like something we could expect from the word of God and you will find what rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light in the book by John Mark Comer talk about the ruthless elimination of hurry he talks about how Jesus okay that's what this is about Jesus simply is saying here follow me why don't, you, why don't you just come and follow me? Colette, come on and follow me. You know, so as you're, you're walking with, behind Jesus, Jesus is showing you how to live life, how you can have that Sabbath time, that Shabbat time, that, that Shalom time, because you know what it said? In the book of Luke, it said that the more that the ministry called on his life, the more that life called on him, do you know what it said he did? It said he withdrew to a lonely place to a desolate place, to a private place. And he said, and he sat with his father. See, and then his father was able to wash over him and be able to give him all that he needed for that particular day, for the ministry that God wanted him to do. And it said that when he came out from that desolate place, it was funny because the disciples would come and say, hey, Jesus, we got to go here and we got to go there. And he would be, yeah, no, 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 no. I, I heard from my father, and I know what I need to do, and we're going to take a left. And so he got the direction that he needed from God. We don't want the world's direction, can I tell you all that? The Bible says that the world does not know God. In fact, that it is in rebellion, the world system is in rebellion to God. Why would we want to spend our time there? Why would we want to let the world, in the way that the world treats us, speak to us Speak to us greater than God's voice. We're missing out on the blessings that God has for us in that particular part of our relationship. So I just wanted to share this with you. This was personal for me in the last couple of weeks. I had a lot on my plate. And so I thought I was handling things all right, Uh, Pastor Brown, you know, spending time with God, but apparently not enough. And so as the days went by, there was pain in my back that I can't even begin to describe. And it got so bad that it was almost too much for me to get out of bed or to even come here and sit and do my work. Now, you've got to understand the history that I have with my God. Can I just say that? My God, my Savior, Uh uh-huh. He has miraculously healed me on several occasions. So please don't take this that I'm being arrogant. I went to God confidently because I had expectations for my God, and I went and said, yeah, that's what I'm talking about, yeah. Scripture says if we who are earthly parents want to give good gifts to our earthly children, how much more does our heavenly Father want to give to us? So that being said, I prayed and I said, okay, God, I know what you can do, so let's go. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm seriously, I'm being serious. I waited for healing. and Guess what? It didn't come. So then my, my prayer was a little different this time because I had tears streaming down my face because I, I couldn't move. And I said, God, help me. I said, please show me. Please help me to understand what it is that you're trying to tell me in this situation? What, what's going on? What am I doing wrong? And he said, my daughter. He said, you're pouring out of an empty cup. You you think that you can go and minister to people in need that are pulling on you? you? You think that you could preach or teach or do any of those things out of, out of, out of, out of your strength, out of your ability? No. And, and who knows how bad Colette would have gotten if I would have continued, but I stopped and I got in that place of Sabbath and that place of rest and I was able to talk with him and he talked with me because I belong to him. You belong to him. And he was able to tell me and guess what? I don't know if y'all saw me walking around here. There ain't no pain. <laughs> yeah. God was able to release that because I was able to release the fact that I was trying to walk in my own strength and my own ability from an empty cup, and it, it just cannot be done. So I don't know who it is in the house today where your, your cup is, it's working on empty. And God is telling you, I love you so much that I want to fill it again and again and again because that's where the anointing comes from. Amen? The Sabbath is a reminder of what God has done for us. You know, we just got talking about amazing grace, right? How sweet the sound. When you sit and think about where you were before you accepted the Lord Jesus Christ, if I didn't talk about anything else, that would be more than enough, would it not? When you sit and think about where God has brought you from, what he has taken you out of, what he has uh, healed you from, what he has... uh, kept you from, how he has provided for you, how he has covered you. When we think about that, it is in those small moments of Sabbath that God is able to remind us. That's why he says, remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. He said, I brought you out of the land of Egypt. I, me, God. And so it's those times that he reminds us so that we remember we are finite. Okay, We we are the created. We are not the creator. (laughs) We are not in control, I hate to tell you. We are not in control, and God needs us to know that because he loves us. He's he's telling that because he loves us, and he wants us to know that he will take care of us like he has done in the past, he will do it now. Amen? Amen. Deuteronomy 5.15, and you shall remember, remember, that you were a slave in the land of Egypt and the Lord your God brought you out of there with a mighty hand by an outstretched arm therefore the Lord your God commanded you to observe the Sabbath day whatever his mighty hand whatever his outstretched hand has done for you he is worthy he is worthy for you to observe that Sabbath day and give him the honor due. worship him praise him Love on him. Let him know how much he has done for you. Ooh, we will be blessed. I like blessings. (laughs) I like blessings. One of the most challenging things sometimes as Christians, when we get to learn to know God, is the fact that he wants to bless us. You know, sometimes we sit there and we say, "What? we're not worthy. We're not worthy of what it is that God wants to do. For us, but I'm here to tell you, God does exactly that. It says, do not grow weary while doing good. Do not grow weary. We don't, God doesn't want us to be weary. That's why we need the Sabbath. Why? Do not grow weary while doing good. You will reap your just reward. That's why He gives us that, because He doesn't want us to grow weary. He wants to give us all of the blessings that He has in store for us. Amen? Amen. It says, if you obey the commands of the Lord your God and walk in His ways, it says, the Lord will establish you as this holy people as He swore that He would do. Then all the nations of the world would see that you are a people claimed by the Lord. Who wants to be claimed by the Lord? I'm claimed by the Lord. See, here's the thing, what I wanted to share with you, and they will stand in awe of you. Favor isn't fair. (laughs) The Lord blesses those who are his. And so what will happen is, is that as you walk with God, as you establish yourself in the Sabbath, as you continue to spend time with him, it says that the people around you, because of God's love for you, because of how you have spent your time and made him first in your life. It says, and they will stand in awe of you. But what's even greater than that, because of that, that then gives you an opportunity to share the love of Jesus Christ. Because then what you can say is they'll say, man, you, you, sure, are, you sure are blessed. You say, well, let me tell you about the God who, who picked me up and turned me around and placed my feet on solid ground. We're almost done. The Sabbath gives you physical rest. I had just shared with you about what was happening, you know, with my back. And the Bible tells us here that we've got to cease from our work because we are not built for 24-7 hour work. We need to rest. Haven't you ever noticed that no matter how hard you work and play, that God brings up that moon? Woo! right up in the sky, the sun sets and God says, come here, my daughter. Come here. Come here, my son. Let me go ahead and give you that rest as you're yawning and walking your way to the bed. God knows that we need that rest. He does it because of his love and mercy. If we didn't, where would we be? We would be in a hurtful place. Amen? So here are some of the benefits of rest. I just want you to hear this. If you rest properly, you have a healthier heart. You can control your weight better, sharper brain function, improved mood. Don't you say a word. (laughs) An angel. Okay. (laughs) Improved immune system, improved productivity, better ability to concentrate. Oh boy, oh boy. In my mid-50s, I sure need that. Reduced stress level, decreased risk of accidents, And get this, the reduced risk of developing diabetes. Look at this scripture here. I love this. My son or daughter, pay attention to what I say. Turn your ear to my words. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart. For they are life to those who find them and health to one whole body. When we sit with God and we read our word, you're in Sabbath right now. You are listening to the word of God. It says right here, it says it is health to your body. If you pay attention to what I say and you turn your ear to my words and you do not forsake them, you do what the Lord God tells you to do, he says it will bring health to your whole body. Love it. The last one. The Sabbath is the picture of the coming rest for God's people. There is going to come a day, everyone, the word of God says that this world will pass away, that Jesus Christ, who is now at rest, seated by uh, the right hand of God the Father, is going to come back in all reign, and it says that he is going to establish his kingdom and he is going to take those that belong to him. He says, in my Father's house are many mansions. And he said, I would not have told you if it were not so. He says, I come back for you. And that's what we need to understand is that we need to make sure that we understand what Christ did for us. He says, you did not want animal sacrifices or sin offerings. Jesus is talking about God the Father or burnt offerings or other offerings for sin. Nor were you pleased with them though they were required by the law of Moses. Then he said, look, Jesus Christ says to his father and to us, I have come to do your will. Jesus Christ canceled the first covenant in order to, be, uh, to put the second into effect. For God's will was for us to be made holy by the sacrifice of the body of Jesus Christ once and forever. So under the old covenant, the priest stands and the ministers before the altar day after day. In other words, those sacrifices, they were never enough, were they, Nancy? They would have come day after day after day after day, and they would have never been enough. Christ came in and it said this God, as a single sacrifice for sins, good for all time. Jesus Christ is now sitting down in the place of honor at God's right hand. <laughs> Amen. Don't let the enemy take what God is giving you in this Sabbath, don't let him take it. Don't let him steal it from you. Remember that it is a gift, and he is giving it to you. Let us remember the Sabbath day, and let us keep it holy. And now what we want to do is Christ is our champion. Amen? We want to stand up, and we want to clarify, and we want to shout to the heavens, and we want to worship him for all that he has done. So let us stand and worship.